everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? Good. We're back to normal after uh, after your F1 trip there last week. It was insane. Like, let me tell you, it might be my new favorite sport. Like, <laughs> well, too far. Far too far. <laughs> I mean, nothing will take away from hockey, but like, I, I the they go so fast. Like, I can't even comprehend how fast they go. And then they just like break and take these corners. And it's like, whoa, I don't understand. Was did you see any crashes? No, we saw a couple spinouts. Okay. Honestly, I don't even think there was there was a few like little touches, but no big crashes. So, um, nothing of that like magnitude. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't see any crashes. <laughs> I don't obviously anyone to get hurt, but like I did want something spectacular. So. Yeah, I mean, it would have been insane to see that live, like. I don't know. I mean, we almost saw because one car spun out and another car was like coming straight. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to get T-boned like at like 300 kilometers an hour. But he luckily, the guy who spun out was able to like get out of the way at the last second. But, oh, that's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back. We had an awesome guest host last week. So we talked a lot about the scandal that was going on on the set of the Alec Baldwin movie well this is only going to be scandals as well this pales in comparison <laughs> to what has happened since that time I am like when I tell you I have been so excited for this episode because I've so many thoughts and opinions here someone messaged me at work like the day after everything came out and was like oh yeah, like something casual about the Blackhawks. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like I've been researching this for 24 hours. Back off. <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about it for like months at this point. Cause yeah. we had talked originally on the, on it about it, but yeah. So basically this week, um, the Chicago Blackhawks had been internally investigating the accusations of the inappropriate conduct between their, their 2010 video co- coach, Brad Aldrich and an unnamed player. And so their findings were made published in a very lengthy legal document that when I tell you I read the entire thing, you I read, read the, the entire read thing. The entire thing. <laughs> we extensively looked through that here. Yes. <laughs> but basically that, that finding was released. And then shortly after, um, the player who was referred to as John Doe in the, in the documentation um, revealed himself, um, came forward. Um, yeah. Kyle, uh, Kyle Beach, who who ha- was on the Black Aces during their 2010 Stanley Cup run, which is the like squad that kind of doesn't play. They like are there to um, basically be that like emergency injury fill in or okay. like if there's a suspension or something like that. So they do practice with the team, but ultimately they don't get their name on the Stanley Cup if if they win. So they're they're called up, and so. There was some like little clues ahead of time. Like it was like a 20 year old player on the black aces was all we knew. So I had narrowed it down to two people. Yes. And so, yeah, I was um, like impressed with how, because I was trying to even find the roster and I couldn't even find it. 
Yeah, we have to go to the um, like the Rockford Ice Dogs roster. To okay, figure out. that yeah. I was um, like, it must be their AHL or whatever that team is. Yeah. So basically, there's a point in the NHL playoffs where the AHL teams are still playing and then their season ends, but be it elimination or be it the championship. Yeah. And then that's when the teams get, so it's usually not in the first round. It's usually towards the, the second Got round it. there okay. um, where the players become available to be the black aces and like continue with the, the generally not traveling, but sometimes yeah. depending on the situation Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, went through the, the roster thoroughly and identified which of the two I thought it would be, but yeah, like, way to rock the sports world it was uh, i mean wild because you're taking down like basically every person in management in the blackhawks that season was listed as knowing what was going on and like big names like we're talking like stan bowman who is like you know basically had members of the Blackhawks royal family kind of thing. Like if this, Scotty Bowman knows about this, knew about this, like I'm going to be devastated. Like yeah. really upset. So the the allegations basically were that um this player ended up at Brad Aldrich's condo and under the pretense of like come for a home cooked meal, like you've been living in a hotel room. Um and anyways, he was accosted by him in a way that he obviously was not interested yeah. in. And then he did ultimately report it. And I can't remember exactly who he told it to, but it was brought forward to the management of the Blackhawks, which included, I thought he reported to the doctor. Yeah. Like some because part of their some like, comment and I forget who made the comment, but it came out that the doctor said that this player like Kyle should not have put himself in that position. And I was like, uh, he was invited for like something not like a nice meal. I don't think he was like it I don't think he knew what was happening and like I'm not cool with the Blackhawks like tearing down this guy. Well, that's the equivalent of like saying like a girl was asking for it because of the outfit that they were wearing kind of thing. Right. Like absolutely exactly. not. Or like, like she was drunk so she yeah, she had it coming. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, no. So this this documentation basically says that this the management team um so the, the he reported it and it was brought forward to the management team which included Stan Bowman um the coach at the time Joel Quinville who's still coaching in the NHL yeah among some other members of the the Blackhawks management and then uh I always am going to pronounce this name wrong Kevin Shoveldale yeah like he's the the current that. GM of, of the Winnipeg Jets yeah and they basically went back and forth around like a you know, how do we handle this? What do we do? And ultimately decided to do a nothing because um, the importance of winning the championship was like, we couldn't afford any distractions or anything like that. Um, So they did nothing throughout the the time that they were in the playoffs. They ultimately won the cup um, that year. Yeah, it was the year they beat Philly. And then shortly after they won the cup, um, Aldridge was terminated. But then, like, they still did nothing. Well, he, like, got to his, have his day with the cup. He was part of the parade. His name's they, like, on the cup. Yeah, like, they obviously didn't um, do any sort of, like, negative reference because he got jobs in the future kind of thing. Right. Um, so they basically just swept it under the rug. And so now it's come out that they they did know about the situation. And, like, the Blackhawks have cleaned house from their, their <laughs> management. Like, Bowman's gone. Joel Quimble um, coached one game and then refused to speak to the media and then eventually handed in his resignation. Resignation. 
the Jets GM is still claiming that he had nothing to do with it and as a result will not be stepping down. Which I'm so confused by because uh, we discussed this. Like, the Jets would have to fire him. Like, I don't think yeah, the um, Batman is- can fire him. But he had a meeting with Batman where he, like, explained himself, which I don't really know how you explain yourself in any way that makes you look good in this situation. Yeah, Batman doesn't have the authority to fire an employee of a team. So the, the like the most recent time that this was kind of come into play was with the Flames and Bill Peters, where like the the comments about you know his racist remarks right. and that kind of stuff had come forward, and and basically it was like okay, we can't fire but you, but like we're gonna make this real miserable for you, so step down. So yeah. I cannot believe that he has not walked away. It's just like. Uh- I don't know. And I'm shocked that the Jets haven't done anything. Like, it's not a good look. It's not. I know. Especially because the Chicago is, like, basically, well, the Blackhawks um, are trashing him. And, like... Yeah, because now the battle is in is in legal court yeah. essentially. So they are it's which is a very weird situation because the Blackhawks have basically come out and said like we recognize we failed this young man. Mm-hmm. But they're still like they're still battling him. Like he still has rec- commented that they're like continuing to, you know, de- deny elements of this yeah. this story, which is wild because they did this massive investigation where like a hundred people were interviewed, but there was still like 35 people who refused to speak to the investigators and presumably a good chunk of them are like active players. Yeah. And who, who don't want to like a either say something bad and then, you know, they're traded or not played or whatever the instance is. Which is like ironic because that's the exact situation that this Brad Aldridge did to Kyle was like, he told him like, if he says anyone, I will like completely sabotage your NHL career. I'll make sure that you never set foot on the ice. Like I have not necessarily the authority to do it, but I have the the ear of the coach and the GM to make sure that you never get the the contract or the the ice time that you maybe Like, I'm sorry. I don't know any name of a video coach outside (laughs) of this guy. So like, I don't know what kind of authority you have, but like- Back off. So then the part of it that like wildly spins to me is the player information. Yes. Because granted he wasn't an active player on the he never he never played an NHL game. So like his yeah. interaction with players was basically limited to practices throughout the Stanley Cup run and then probably training camp the following year. Yeah. Um, but like wasn't wasn't in games or anything like that. So They've obviously now spoken to players like Jonathan Taves, who said that he did not know when it was happening, but did know the next season. This upsets me so much. Like, he's claiming he's not in the wrong because, like, he didn't find out until the season after. But, like, you can still say something. Well, then he doubles down on his, like, shockingness and calls Stan Bowman his hero. No. And says that he is not at fault. And it's like, oh, Jonathan Taves, who advised you? Like, you should not have been speaking here. Look, I have a Taves jersey and, like, it will be burned. <laughs> it's – so he – so that's that's one star player um, who's obviously still with the Blackhawks. So I can yeah. – understand to some extent obviously his not willingness to get interviewed and named um 
that would be difficult. But you're but telling like, me calling that Captain- Sam Bowman your hero, like enough. And you're the captain of this team, like. Well, and that's the thing. Like the allegations were basically that when he was on the ice, players were commenting. They're calling him the F word. They were basically being like, "Do you miss your boyfriend?" So players knew about it and were like harassing him about it. And you're telling me that the horrible. captain of your team is unaware that this is happening. Followed up by Patrick Kane, who again, star player, like right, maybe had his own challenges at that time. So I could understand he maybe well, he didn't want to get like hitting the bottle with his, and he, he had like rape allegations or sexual assault allegations going yeah, on. Yeah, like, the assault of the 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 taxi driver. So like yeah. Taves, I can maybe I I can't explain Taves at all. Kane, yeah. I could maybe understand the like bury your head. I don't want to make more problems. Just like get, get your it. shit done. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. But I can understand where he maybe didn't say anything. But he claims that he didn't know about it. And he found out who John Doe was today. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that is BS. You absolutely you, yeah. do. 100. Every player on that team knew who was part of training camp that next year if they were making all of these comments. Every single one of those players knew. So that brings me to my other thoughts on this part, because there have been two players who've been pretty vocal about the situation and how commenting about how all these players knew and everyone knew. And it was like the worst kept secret kind of thing. And that's Brent Sobel and Nick Boyton and neither of who are no name players. Like both of those had pull. I'm pretty sure Brent Sobel might even have had like an A at some point in time, if not on the Blackhawks, maybe on another team, like, but definitely a leader in that room. And he's coming out to say like, oh, you know, we all, everyone knew about it. We all knew about it. I'm like, then why the frick didn't you say something? Like, you can't right. get on your high horse now. You are just as much a, to blame as exactly. Jonathan Cave. Like, like just, great for stepping up now, but, like, do better. Right? Like, and so I, I don't know, like, they're – they're on their high horse talking about how like, you know, these, these players that were their superstars and, and captains didn't say anything. It's like, well, what did you freaking do? Right. You also didn't say anything. So. And and even if you couldn't say something in that, like that year, you've had 10 years to bring something up here. Like, you know, like you could have at any point in time been like, when I was a member of the Blackhawks, this is the situation that I heard. Like, here's what happened kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I have, I, yeah, just need to get rid of all my Blackhawks stuff because I have like a shirt because I went to a playoffs game here and I got a jersey like when I moved. Um, like my old firm gave me a jersey and I'm just like, I want none of it. Like it's all tainted. Well, all I mean, so you, you add this situation on top of the fact that they are absolutely having an abysmal start to I the know. season. I know. Thank God. <laughs> like, poor Marc-Andre Fleury is going to miss the playoffs for the first time in his career because he, like, went to the Blackhawks, got the trade there. Oh, so speaking of Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> <laughs> kind of related, but not related. Robin Wonder apparently has tweeted that he spoke to Kyle Beach, which it's like, how did you even get in contact with him? Like, what kind of relationship do you have with this guy? Like, you just wanted to speak to him so you could say that you were, like, somehow involved in this situation and, like, you truly support him. Well, and, like, that's the thing. Like, take a backseat, Robin Leonard. Like, you've had your moment. You've, right. you've had your tweets that have been, like, rocked the league. Like, you commented on Alan Vigneault a couple of weeks ago. You know, you had the the – 
you know, whole situation with like your mental health and like everyone was very proud of you for hiking. Yeah. How it relates to this situation. I don't Zero. have a friggin' clue. You don't know the guy. You never played with him. You didn't play in Chicago. So no. why are you talking about this? Like, no, like you have no ties. So just like stay in your lane and like, like the people you can who- support him and write like a nice tweet message like yeah. other players did yeah like, thank you for speaking up like all that kind of stuff. Right. But, like unless you're like the Sheldon Kennedy's the Theo Fleury's of the world who like right. went through this as well why are you having a phone call with him like this yeah. is so weird I was like when I read that I was like uh what of course he's of course he's of in on course. this like like if it's um, if it's bad publicity for the oh NHL like he is on board <laughs> I have never seen someone bad about their employer as much as Robin <laughs> still have a job. He has a job and they gave up Mark andre Fleury for him. Really? <laughs> oh, like, like we talk about rescuing like members of the Buffalo favorites, <laughs> but like R.I.P. Mark andre Fleury's career. Like I wouldn't even right. have like, I would just be like, you know what? I wasn't sure I wanted to play this season anyways. Let's just call it over. <laughs> like, Listen, we've lost like eight eight games. Like, I'm just going to tap out. Like, this season's uh, not for me. Yeah. This ship so, is going down and I'm not going down with it. Right? Like, trade me immediately to a team who is going to make playoffs. Like, I'm not right. a fan of this. But Which, um, perhaps the Flames? Like... Uh, I am very confused on what's happening when I look at the standings and I have to keep scrolling up them. I'm like, uh, where, what, where, did they forget to include us? Oh, wait, we're in third place in the league. I'm sorry. Who are we? Right. Like, what is going on? Your your boy, Jacob Markstrom, has three shoutouts in four games right now. Killing like, it. Like, killing truly. it. Yeah. Truly, so, truly. Um, but yeah, just... I don't know. Just absolutely wild to me on what's going on there. Yeah. Like, um, basically, the fallout so far is is mostly held to the the management, like who have either yeah. stepped down or signed. They've asked for Brad Ulrich's name to be removed from the cup, which is just by a series of X's across it. Which, like, okay, but like, why would you not be asking to remove Bowman, Quinville, like yeah, all these all other, these people, other people, who people who are involved, involved. like? who covered it up like yeah i understand that they are the like perpetrator in this situation but they're like guilty by association and the they fact are that they, they, they did nothing because they just wanted to win a cup yeah and then like, after they won the cup they still did nothing about it so exactly. like exactly yeah no you should all be removed also yeah. i enjoyed that they wrote like a handwritten letter <laughs> it sounds like that's what that's what the media has made it sound like to lanny mcdonald uh, regarding yeah. this versus like email or I don't know like a text um Lanny is the head of the Hockey Hall of Fame so basically has like the authority to make this decision about removing this player and it's there are some there is some precedents for removing names from the cup like um the Oilers like snuck a name onto the cup of someone who like didn't actually yeah like one of the brother someone's brother or someone's something brother like um there's all sorts of like spelling errors and stuff like that on <laughs> on the cup um yeah. My favorite one is that the Leafs is spelled wrong in one of their wins. <laughs> it's like spelled well, with have- an E instead of an F. And I was like, joy. What joy? They haven't had a lot of years to correct it. So it's been, uh, been stuck there. But yeah, the, so this situation obviously is still developing with the, with the news that's come out there. Um, there will obviously be some legal battles i would presume that he will be like implying that his 
earning potential and all that kind of stuff was was one hundred percent. And so it'll be interesting to see like who is named in those kind of suits. Like, is it the Black Ox organization? Is it individuals? Like, yeah. are you filing criminal charges? Like, what what are they? Yeah. What's the next steps here? Oh, the Blackhawks were also fined from this investigation yes, two, two million dollars, which is nothing. Yeah, yeah, for the for nothing. But um, yeah, just not the news that you want to see of your favorite sport and team no. that, like you know, have you original six team always been respectful? Yeah. Um, you know, always in that that era of when this happened, like was one of my favorites because Vancouver thought they were all that in a bag. Of <laughs> And they would come in and Chelsea Dagger would just play. And like, it was just like my favorite time yeah. of, of Vancouver torture. And, um, and, and now, now it's, it's all a painted memory. Yeah. It's ruined. Yeah. Ruined. So. Speaking of um, horrible memories, I would just like to take umbrage with whoever posted that spooky photos of the, from the NHL. And it's just like the goal that went in that was not for us. Like, I'm not okay with that. And if this is going to be posted every Halloween, like we're going to need to have discussions with whoever that was. Yeah, the the idea was the worst nightmares from each franchise, and they posted the picture of um, Jelena's 2006 yeah. goal against Tampa. There, I mean, I don't know who has a worse nightmare than that. So, yeah, I mean Buffalo, I guess. Um, <laughs> Buffalo, with- just in general, a nightmare. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's. That's the other other one that's like feels quite the same with like the skate in the crease kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Um, moving on to other sports news. Um, Tom Brady <laughs> set a NFL record this year by throwing his 600th TD pass. Yeah. Um, and then the ball, which like rightfully should have gone to Brady or the, 100%. the NFL Hall of Fame was accidentally given away by his teammate. Just to, like um, a random fan in the stands. And not even a kid, not even a no, kid, like some no. dude gets this ball, which they estimated to be worth about $500,000 um, if it had right. been sold at auction or on market or something like that. And so they did get the ball back from, from this guy, <laughs> which like good for him. Like, and I kind of respect it. Like, I mean, if I'm like a huge sports fan yeah. and I've just witnessed this, like, I can understand the moment, but he was basically given two jerseys and like a thousand dollars to spend at the like team store. store. <laughs> like not like, quite the nothing. same. And also like Tom Brady didn't even go over and negotiate it himself. He just sent like his little like plebe to go. <laughs> they have now come out and said that he's been given one Bitcoin to go. Along yes, with. Yeah, I do recall the Bitcoin piece. Um, Which, like, if someone gave me a one Bitcoin, I'd be like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I would also, but I think it's worth, like, at one point a Bitcoin was worth, like, $60,000. Yeah, it's still not 500000 though. Right, no, definitely was. not like, 500000 I understand, I understand, like, you're not just going to straight out pay him for it, but, like, Brady, come on. <laughs> like, open the purse strings. I know he's had some tough times because Giselle hasn't been able to work and it's yeah, really Giselle put the strain on their marriage. It's really There's put the strain no. on their on their marriage because, you know, he has an off season and that's when he wants to spend time with the family and that's when she wants to go model and she just can't. So, you yeah. know, life has been pretty hard it's in hard. the in the Brady household. So <laughs> I did see that he was um 
on Peyton Manning and Peyton and Eli's show this week. Yes. <laughs> Eli Manning was like, oh, yeah, I loved a lot of our matchups, Brady. And Tom was like, uh, I liked my matchups against Peyton better. I find that that show so weird. It's, it's weird. So- I don't watch it. I just watch the clips. It's basically um, like the main screen has the football game going on. And yeah. then on the side is like, Peyton watching it at home and Eli watching it at home. And so their little videos are there and then they're commentating and then they sometimes have guests. And so it's usually a guest who like is either like a current active star yeah. celebrity or someone who played for the team and like is kind of giving some context. Like I watched like Marshawn Lynch on it when yeah. the Seahawks were playing kind of thing. And they asked him like, what would you do in this situation? They were right on the goal line and they're like, would you throw it or would you run it? And Marshawn was like, <laughs> <laughs> from like obviously when they lost yeah the when they for threw that. it and it, it, was, it was intercepted, intercepted. Yeah. yeah it's very weird because they just talk the whole time like they and and they're not commenting they give you no context on what's happening right in the like yeah. you have to know football if you're going to watch the game and have any idea of like what's going on because they're not giving you what's going on yeah they're not telling you like what that penalty was or no. like how many downs are left in the right. in the player thing? They and sometimes just like act out the plays. Like, <laughs> Eli at one point was doing I don't know if you've seen like Dak Press Prescott's like warm up hip drills. Like Eli, Eli was doing those, which was pretty funny actually. They were great, and like I haven't personally um, looked into this enough. But when I have watched it, I'm like, is there another channel where they're not on, or am I exclusively only able to watch this version? No, because I thought that's what it was. Like opening Sunday night, because I think it's or it's the Sunday or Monday night game. But anyways, the that opening game of the season, I had originally turned on that one, and I was like, I watched five minutes, and I was like, I cannot (laughs) do this anymore. And I was like, there has to be another feed. Like, this is insane. And there is. So that's like ESPN. And then they have it on like NBC or something like that. But there is another feed where you get the actual commentators telling you what's happening. Okay. I mean, like, it's, I don't necessarily care that much. But like, sometimes you are like, what just happened? What did I miss? Like, could could you say like a recap here or something? So yeah. Yeah, very fascinating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that those were kind of the, the biggest stories from the, yeah. the sports world. Um, I think we had a couple other things we thought we were going to talk about until this Blackhawks thing. Right, but like not, no longer important. No longer. Not like we, I wanted to discuss about how like the Ball brothers were like all of a sudden good. Like lots of them are. Like what, I'm like, what happened here? Like, they were just the <laughs> SNL joke for so long. I know. <laughs> but they have been doing very well. Yeah, it's wild. So, um, and then obviously the the World Series, the Braves are up three games to one right now. Yeah. So, hoping yeah. that they pull that out, so the the Astros and their cheating ways don't win again here. I did. Although, okay, the only reason I would like for Atlanta to lose, hear me out. There's a <laughs> a guy in my firm who's from Atlanta and like loves Atlanta sports and like basically trash talks Calgary for only having one professional team. And I was like, I'm sorry, we have the same number of like championships. professional team. (laughs) Yeah. And we have the same number of championships as the whole city of Atlanta and you have all the major sports. So like who should be more embarrassed us or you? (laughs) And like the answer is you. So it, but if the Braves win, like obviously that argument does not stand anymore. Um, 
But I did see someone at the F1 race with the shirt who had, I presume, all the players from that uh, year that the Astros won. And it just says Houston Cheaters. And, <laughs> and I was like, this is so good. This brings me joy. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of bringing you joy, I'm actually kind of surprised that you made it to the podcast today because I thought you might have been uh, a little bit in mourning over the pictures that have surfaced over Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson alleged date situation there. Look, it's not great for me. <laughs> Apparently, like, they run in the same social circles, which I find that very hard to believe. Like, well, there there is, like, pictures of him at, like, Kanye's birthday party and stuff like that. Okay, before. so maybe he runs in the same social circles as Kanye, but, like, kind well, of I shocking not, like, bro code here, like. True. But, like, kind of shocking that he runs in the same social, like, I love Pete, but, you know. He's no billionaire. <laughs> right. He's, like, not really, I don't know. But, yeah, they were spotted at Knott's Berry Farm holding hands and. Well, and spotted apparently leaving a hotel the next day. Yes. So. No, it's not great. It's okay. I'll I mean, <laughs> like Kim and Pete had one skit together in, in uh, on SNL. But they did kiss. So maybe that went magically. Must have just like kindled something there. So. God. I need to get on SNL. Why has no one picked <laughs> us up yet? Um, but far from like the most wild news of no, like <laughs> this is tame compared to um, the the breakup of Gigi Hadid and Zane. Yeah, so all of a sudden there was like this post, which like kind of came out of nowhere. So right. I don't know if did I, I'm like, did I miss something or whatever? But Zane posted about how he like values his daughter's privacy and like this issue should have been kept yeah. like to itself. And then it was kind of like a what. And then it comes out that he was basically charged for shoving Gigi Hadid's mom, Yolanda, uh, in who like tried to come into their house or something. And he like shoved her and allegedly assaulted her um, and like was like just screaming like some pretty obscene things at her, which like yeah. didn't even really make a lot of sense. And he's coming out. He basically came out and like owned up to the argument, but yeah. was saying – uh, okay, I did all these things, but I did not push her. Like, that's the line. Now he's pled no contest to the assault either. So, like, right. he's basically saying he's not going to fight it, um, which means to me that he did it. And obviously yeah. there's probably witnesses or, or some sort of camera. <laughs> I but, mean, just, he's so troubled. Yeah. He's, he seems very troubled, basically since he left One Direction. But, like, why did he go off the rails so much? Because, like, the other members of One Direction had it, like, right. and they did not have this kind of, like, like Harry Styles. Yeah, they've gotten, like, random people pregnant. But, like, you, you know, know, they're mostly, like, on the, the random, clear path. I mean, it's not like they weren't celebrities. Like, like what right. they got the girl from the X Factor pregnant. I know. That was a great story, by the way. It was weird. It was, like, amazing. She's... 20 years your senior and also she judged you when you were like 15 <laughs> harry broke up the jason sudeikis and olivia wild marriage um i need to watch jason sudeikis on snl because i missed it last week and like oh my god i love him <laughs> i love him so much 
I don't know the other members. N- Niall, um, Niall was, seems pretty like clear. Well, he, he was part of the like Ed Sheeran, Ellie Goulding breakup. That's what oh, the song right, was right, about. Right. Um, but um, again, celebrities like yeah. And then Liam, um, is that the other guy's name? Yeah. Oh no, Liam was the one with the X Factor dude. Who's yeah. the other? Um, that guy, I don't know his name. Um, he got one of his like good friends pregnant, but they were never in a relationship. Oh, who who is the other member of One what Direction? What is his name? Lewis. Oh, okay. Wait, which one? Lewis. So Lewis got someone pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Who is like just oh. a friend? Okay. Yes. He does have a child. My, ready. Yeah. My favorite um, Zane story, though, is he was engaged to this girl. I think her name was Perry, Ed- Perry Edwards, yes. maybe? From, yes. Um, from Little Mix? Or- Little Mix. And then they yeah. came out with a phenomenal song about it. Shout out to my ex. And it is so good. So good. <laughs> Please, like, I hope she breaks up with more people if that's the quality of songs that she's right. releasing from it. I was like, this is. Great. Thank you for this. Yes. I fully, fully support that song. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like Gigi and Zayn have like broken up now, obviously, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Super, I mean, you can't go back from situation. like shoving her mom. So. Well, honestly, you can. Like in the celebrity world, they do. True, so. True. Um, and like, they've look broken at, up like, and Rihanna come back Chris Brown. Like, oh God, let's not even go there. Chloe I and saw. Tristan. Like. <laughs> They they don't learn their lessons in the celebrity world. No. Oh, she they have gotten back together, like broken up and gotten back together quite a few times. And like, yeah, she was dating Tyler Cameron um, from the Bachelor world. Who like, I don't know why you would break up with him, but you, you don't. Know. I do. I love him. I, love yeah. him. <laughs> I, I don't know I mean, about that. He's better but... than Zane. <laughs> Well, like, I don't know. They have, they both have their problems. Yeah. It's very um, strange. So, she dated, who did she date? Cody Simpson. Um, oh, Joe Cody Jonas. Simpson. Um, Zane. Uh, yeah. Did and she Tyler date The Weeknd? No, that was her sister. No, that was her sister. Okay. Yeah. Where Yolanda was like, well, I don't like what he talks about in his music. Hmm. Hmm. Like, okay. Yes. Um, well, yeah. I mean, their their family's weird too. Like the brother won't get vaccinated. Um, also with Dua Lipa. Yeah. Anyway. And yeah. like she was on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Real Housewives, did you Dorit- see? Dorit- <laughs> yes. Robbed at gunpoint in yes. her house. Yes. Oh my goodness. Which I'm very confused because, like, okay, to be honest, a few seasons ago there was like. Part of the storyline was, like, she's not that rich, like, as rich as she makes it out to be, because her husband is a music manager, but, like, the only person, from what I can tell, that he has managed is Boy George. And okay, like, well, like, pretty big. But, like, also not a big thing anymore. So it's, like, how do you have... But And she's, like, running in circles with people who have, like, billions of dollars. And it's, like... But, but anyway, like, Boy very George... Sad. Like his, I'm sure the royalties that he's making is probably pretty, maybe pretty bank. Like, especially when like, do they know it's Christmas time pops on? Like, it's like the second to Mariah Carey, but like, oh my gosh. Like, do you really want to hurt me? Like great boy George song. 
Do I know too much music about both? Yeah, yeah. You, you have a little bit too much Boy George knowledge, and I, I'm not here for it. <laughs> but glad to see that they're safe. I mean, they do. Obviously, I don't wish that upon her, but it's like just very interesting how it came out like a few seasons ago that she might not have as much money as like they come off as they have, and like then she's robbed at gunpoint. But she's not the first housewife to be robbed. She was, I think, the first at gunpoint, but Kyle Richards, also part of Beverly Hills, her home was, like, robbed and, like... When she was I, in it? Um, No, they were on vacation. Because, like, that's the traumatizing thing, is it? Like, yes. She was there and her children were there. Yeah. Like, yeah. pretty awful, so... Um, but, yeah, I think um, David Foster allowed Yolanda, that's when she was on the... The Real Housewives. I think he, like, made her become a housewife so that he could, like, distract her from how he was going to leave her. Oh, for Catherine McPhee. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. You know, for a younger model. Younger model. Yeah. <laughs> strange. Strange world. Um, yeah. The other thing that I thought, since we're just, like, on the topic of scandals we that happened. We need to discuss this. Um, I need to talk about this Grey's Anatomy yeah. one that's kind of come yeah. out. Because, obviously, there's been no loss between the Grey's Anatomy franchise and Isaiah Washington, who played Burke right. early on in the season. Yeah. No love um, lost there. No love lost. He was basically written off the show after reports of him and Patrick Dempsey getting into a fight because he called, um, what's his name, T.R. Knight, I think, played yeah. George. Um, obviously, like... Um, called him an F word around his like sexuality and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And apparently there was a fist fight, all that kind of stuff. So he has like not shied away from popping up and like making comments. Trashing Grey's Anatomy. He's absolutely out of his mind. Like he's like a Trump supporter. Like he's like all sorts of weird, but he comes out this week to say that the Grey's Anatomy set is, was absolutely toxic. Like Patrick Dempsey was horrible. And that Ellen Pompeo was paid $5 million by Patrick Dempsey to not share how horrible he was on set. Which, okay, I don't... I, so I heard rumors that Patrick Dempsey was cut off the show because he was cheating on his wife with, like, someone in the hair or wardrobe or something on Grey's Anatomy. I don't know how true that is, so, like, I'm not doubling down on it. But I don't believe this story because... And here's the reason why. He came back last season mm-hmm. for, like, a flashback... And Ella Pompeo basically runs the show at Grey's Anatomy. So do you think she's bringing him back if he was, like, that horrible to her? And she's also very outspoken about, like, I follow her on Instagram, like, Black Lives Matter, Me Too movement. I just can't see her being the person to take a $5 million payout. Also, she does not need your $5 million. She is the richest paid woman in... She is Meredith Grey. She is the richest paid actor on on a television show right now right. as far as I remember. Yeah. Um so like women, men, anything. Like she is the highest yeah. paid per episode person. I don't think she needs your five million dollars, Patrick Dempsey. Like no. who and like also like why would Isaiah Washington know this? Like right? no one on Grey's Anatomy speaks to you anymore. Like do you were you just in the room when Patrick was writing the check? Like how like what on earth? Go away. You your character was terrible. Like you're not a nice person. Like, just let it go. Right. Like, just like trying to make himself relevant over like, because he's not gotten any acting job since because of like how yeah. horrible that. that and he should have been blacklisted basically yeah. for that. Like, absolutely enough of you. 
Yeah. And like, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't believe it's true. And I do believe maybe Patrick Dempsey, not a great human being, but like, I don't think that he made it like a super, super toxic workspace. To be fair, like, I think there's an element of like any of, yes, any of that level, like you become sort of like, maybe not as friendly or as like engaging yeah. to like people who are, you know, crew members or something like that. Like, not that it's this right. This goes but back to think, Ellen. Yeah. Like this, like there, you know, does it make you the equivalent of Isaiah Washington using derogatory language and homophobic language and supporting Trump and all of those no. kind of things that he has against him? Like not, not the same situation no. here. But not at all. So you know what, Isaiah, let's look, we debunked you. <laughs> yeah. Like, take a hit. He did not terrorize the set, the set per exactly. year. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I think we should give in our last couple minutes an update on the speaking of set issues. Um, what happened yes, with the Alec Baldwin um, situation? Because he's like, there's now been obviously some some more information since we recorded last week um, where they've talked about like the um, the basically the armor has come out and said like she was doing like multiple jobs. And so she didn't have the capacity to, um, to perform it to the best that like she possibly could. Um, Alec Baldwin has come out. It was actually really weird. Him and his wife were like interviewed on the side of the road um and like and were, his wife just needs to go elsewhere like i've had well, enough he of her he told her that in so many words because they were like talking and they're both filming which was like interesting like they were filming the paparazzi filming them um oh okay which i actually think was pretty smart because like you they could have yeah. edited that in, into any manner and then so baldwin was like you know i can't say anything this is an active investigation right. i've been ordered to like not speak um so he, the only thing he was really saying was just like she was my friend like I'm really upset this is awful and then like Hilaria jumps in and she's like she makes some comments and he's like could you just back away I'm talking right now like it was very very weird (laughs) honestly I feel bad for him like I know he's not a great person and like all those reports came out about him like not even reports basically videos of him like berating people and whatever remember when he called his daughter like the fat little pig or something like that like like not a great person but I do think this was not his fault no like this was not his fault and like he has to live with that for the rest of his life yeah he shot this person and he looks pretty haggard like there's been pictures of him out with his family and everything and like he looks like he is taking it very very hard but um, yeah the the ballistics person the armory whatever she basically put full blame on the assistant director and was like the assistant director like looked at the gun too and they didn't see anything wrong and so it's because it's come out that he's had problems on other sets yes. as well. This is director. But basically the, it all boils down to is why was there live ammunition on the set and who was exactly. responsible for bringing that in? Exactly. And so she's pinning that on the, the AD. Um, you know, she's 24 years old, never had a job before. Like this. Well, you know, she may also never have a job again. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, not not the best situation there for, for it. But uh, – still an active investigation on on that side of things yeah it's going to be very interesting to see and that's like I think we've discussed this like obviously offline because I was not there here next week but like or last week um but I just don't understand why there needs to be live bullets well there shouldn't have been yeah they they weren't that's not what they're supposed to use they were doing target practice for some other Fun Which also like game. 
No. Like, yeah, it like, don't, doesn't don't, make any sense. Don't use the set guns, okay? No. Like, be yeah. better. Be better. So, um, yeah, but just a wild, scandalous week all around. Um, yes. So I think I'm I'm not going to be on next week's episode. I know. I, I still need to away. work on getting a guest. Um, but there will sh- there should be some updates hopefully for next week on what's gone on with all of these things. So I, I know, might I have hope. to do a call in if the like black <laughs> situation. Like I'll be like long time listener, first time caller here. Let me have <laughs> a minute to rant about the Blackhawks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Yes, I will be getting a guest host. Or, like, it'll just be me talking for, like, 30 minutes straight. You could do it. I would honestly – I think you could do it. So um, if you can't find a guest host, I would be back on Tuesday so we could do a later episode if we had to. Okay. Sounds good. Yes. Um, I can't wait. Yay. And I'll be be listening because I still have not listened because work was wild this week. So I will be listening tomorrow because I have a flight to Chicago, the city of death. And (laughs) – Go get a piece of your mind. Right. I will post my review on Instagram. Awesome. Okay. Well, have a good week. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.